Now let's come to the part that I really want to talk about. What is the real difference between Jamie Newman and Trey Lance? <laughs> I figured that was where you were going to go. Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. How we doing? Good. How about you? Man, can't complain too much. I'm 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 just so ready for Thursday. I, yeah, I'm, it'll be today if you're listening. Oh, that's true. It'll be out. today. I'm Two just so ready for, for today. Today's Tuesday. <laughs> I'm I I just can't wait for this draft to happen. It, it's it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's just gonna be a ton of fun. So if you're listening to us before the draft, uh, keep in mind, we are going to do some live stream stuff later. Catch us on uh, Facebook and YouTube. We'll be able to to stream the draft. We're going to do just, you know, maybe the first half, some things that are going to be entertaining. We might have some people on that we can chat with about it as well. Uh, you can find updates on all of our social media pages. And James, where could they find us at? Uh, yeah, uh, Twitter, Facebook, at the TFL Monsters, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters, or the Fantasy Monsters Podcast. Fantastic. Come check it out. Come follow us for any updates. And, of course, when we go live, especially for the NFL Draft. But, James, I just had a quick question for you. I wanted to jump in with um, for today before we, we get into the news and some stuff. Yeah, let's hear it. But I know this is someone that you really like. And I'm curious to know why you think he could be falling in some pe- people's rankings. So I've noticed lately that Travis Etienne, for anybody that may or may not know, is the Clemson running back that's coming out this year. Yeah, watch our video. Yeah, check out our videos. He seems to be falling a little bit in some rankings. I think even PFF dropped him out of... Uh, yeah, he's the third running he's back He's now the now. third running back behind Najee. But I've even seen some people have him as far back as four. Okay, that's just ridiculous. Which I find crazy. I, I mean, I understand the people who have the top three in different orders than I do because mm-hmm. I do think all three of them are very, very good. But, yeah, ETN to me, I don't know. I guess the only real thing I would think is the size is just the one thing. Yeah, I'm not sure because, like, I actually listened to somebody the other day and it blew my mind, but they actually had Michael Carter over Travis ETN. Um, and I'm like, well... If you just base it off of this past year, Michael Carter was definitely more dynamic than Travis Etienne. But let's go to the other two years. No, he was. He was that. Michael Carter was the fourth best running back this past year. Yeah. Would you take him over Travis Etienne? No, I'm not that stupid. This person's stupid. (laughs) So, but even then, though, like I did have Najee behind Travis until I've watched some more film. I've grown to like Najee. The only thing with Najee that concerns me is age. Um, but that's it. But w- why do you think he could be falling behind? You think it's just size? You said. I, I mean, I really don't know what else it like it could be. I mean, it's not like they've played any more games, or I mean, it's been at way after the pro days have come out or anything mm-hmm. like that. So I mean, I don't know. And this could just be what happens every draft season. There's always those guys right before draft day, things start moving around a lot. So yeah, I mean, it's the same cycle, and we'll get into this later with the quarterbacks too. <laughs> There's been so much movement, but I was just curious. Let us know your guys' thoughts. I mean, do you think, you know, should Travis be three? Should he be two? Should he be one? I know for me, I have him at, you have him at one? I have him at two. I've got Javante Williams at one. I mean, it's it's a but tie, it's, it's all but kind of, it's all relative. Yeah, we've but, made our opinions. Yeah. Just curious what everybody else thinks. 
But James, I do know we have some news to jump into today. So what do we got in monster news this week? Yeah, uh, quite a few pieces of San Francisco news, but um, <laughs> there was the uh, one report that they are com- like they are looking at five different quarterbacks at their pick. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> and then this is San Francisco deciding between Mac Jones and Trey Lance at three. I really, I think it's a smoke screen though. I think it's all smoke screen. I think they're going Justin Fields. I think it's all smoke I, screen. I just can't take this seriously anymore. I can't. It's very tough because. For me, I well, we both we both do, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. I feel like everyone does. Feels yeah, this way, I do like Justin Fields better, but I I just don't know. I don't at this point. I'm just waiting to kind of see what happens. I don't think there's anything else we can kind of say that's going to be anything different than what's already been said by either you know other analysts or even San Francisco. But I I can't I can't see a way Mac Jones is getting drafted at three. I just can't, but that's neither here nor there. So uh, the uh, Falcons have been uh, receiving calls about trading for Julio Jones. Yeah, we were just talking about this the other day, actually. Yeah. Kind of has to happen, though. Yeah, it's kind of uh, bizarre, but yeah, the Falcons have zero money, and um, at this rate, they won't be able to sign their draft picks. Yeah, so that is hilarious. (laughs) I've actually not heard anything um, like that happen that that big, I feel like. I'm sure it happens where they need to dump cap space, but the the whole Julio getting traded's kind of been going on for the last yeah, couple of years. Like, yeah, it's been like two years. So this isn't new, um, but now something has to happen because you guys are getting ready to draft a bunch of players that you can't sign now unless you make a move. Yeah. And if they don't move them, what else are they going to do? I don't know. Because someone else was talking about not moving him, but moving Matt Ryan and drafting a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, and I'm that like, would work. Well, that, I mean, that works for me, but like, basically, you're starting over now. Yeah, that means no Kyle Pitts. Right. But um, <laughs> the uh, where do like you think some landing spots for Julio would work? <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But um, there are a couple teams that still have a lot of cap space who could, could absorb his contract that I think could be interesting. I think like the. Jaguars, honestly, yeah. it could be like all these are going to be downgrades because Atlanta's just a perfect situation with him, Calvin Ridley, and Matt Ryan just chucking the ball with a terrible defense. But kind of like Jacksonville and also Cincinnati, if they don't go like Jamar Chase or something yeah, in the draft, hits very early, I could see that being really cool. Yeah, what's really what's really interesting to me too, though, is if he goes to Jacksonville, you've got Trevor Lawrence coming in. That's mm-hmm. not a terrible situation. Yeah, it's yeah. really not. And you still have DJ Chark there. You still have James Robinson. Maybe they solidify some some offensive line pieces. Maybe even draft another running back. But they've got already some pieces there. And if you're able to swing a Julio Jones in there, dude, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, man, I'm just like, dude, I just balling out, man. That's going to be great. That's amazing. And they could swing it. The only thing that I'm worried about is what they have to give up. Yeah. Because... (laughs) You're still taking Julio Jones. I mean, he's only his on contract, contract for sucks, two though. more years. I mean, it's, it's it sucks for them because they're in cap hell, but it's not a terrible contract. I think he's only got two years left on that contract. Um, his dead cap hit this year is pretty high, but um, yeah. Well, just his cap hit, not his dead cap hit, but um, yeah. I mean, that that would be a good landing spot. I think. Yeah, I I like it. I mean, honestly, I, I anybody think that with would money give at more this point. credence to them taking Pitts at four. I think that would make. If they're moving on from Julio, mm-hmm. bring in Pitts. But the the problem is this though, 
is we're not going to know because they can't even move him until June. Yeah. So even if they take Kyle Pitts, then it makes it more likely that they're going to try and trade him. But say, for instance, they take a quarterback, they're probably not. They're going to probably trade, you know, so. Very good thinking there. Yeah. It's going to be, <laughs> we're going to find out because <laughs> they can't, again, they can't trade him until June 1st, I think. Okay. So what so, we got next? Uh, so some rumors coming out of San Francisco is they, people are expecting <laughs> them to trade Jimmy G. I, so. Gives credence to taking Justin Fields, ready-made, just start him day one. Yeah, so here's here's my thing here is obviously a lot's going to depend on what San Francisco actually does at three. If they take Justin Fields, I'll even say if they take Mac Jones. Have you ever talked about a single draft pick more? No, in your life, th- this has been a like three weeks. Draft pick. It's like three weeks of just San Francisco talk with this stupid stuff. But you know what, though, let's just put it this way: as fans, okay, and as commentators that like to talk, you know, fantasy sports and NFL relevance for that. If they didn't do this, we would have nothing to talk about. <laughs> I think there'd be plenty. There's still stuff to talk about, but come on, man. It's like the most intriguing thing going on right now. Anyways, if they take Justin Fields or Mac Jones, Jimmy G's gone. If they take Trey Lance, Jimmy G will be there for another year. I agree with that. That done deal. Move on. So uh, Raiders doing their homework on the top quarterbacks in the draft. No one you cares. You see them as like a contender if Atlanta tries trading down or something like that up there at the top? Well, it's stupid because they had the opportunity to move Derek Carr because Indy, Indy. was interested in JT. Derek Carr. Yeah, sorry, JT. JT is a boy. Yeah, and they also had people calling for um, uh, Mark Mariota as well. Marcus Mariota, yeah. So... Well, they retained you, both of them. My you didn't get took the right. pay cut, so yeah, I don't. So not only did you not trade either one, you got your backup quarterback to take a pay cut to stay on, and then you're still going to go draft a quarterback? Guys, this is just John Gruden being John Gruden. He's an idiot. Yeah, he's on my uh, in my hate list. Yeah. I don't hate a lot of people. He's on it. Yeah, he'll, he'll be on our coaches to be fired in the next few years list, though, for sure. If he continues this trend yeah. of drafting or signing people that can't even help your football club. So uh, next piece of news, Wayne Gallman signed with San Francisco. I honestly think that is an interest. I like Wayne Gallman. He is like, he is what he is. He's nothing special, but in that offense with how many times those running backs get injured, I think you're going to be using Wayne Gallman at some point next season, picking him up off a waiver wire or something like that. Well, my thing is now is how many running backs do they have? Well, they lost Tevin Coleman. I'm not sure if McKinnon's still there. I'll have to I haven't check. seen. I but haven't seen him go anywhere. Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, now Wayne Gallman. So oh, no, maybe pull- they just lost Coleman. I'm pulling him up real quick. Yeah, it does, I don't see McKinnon. I don't see McKinnon on here. We'll have to find, find out where McKinnon went. But yeah, Fair I mean, regardless. even even then, but Mostert was relevant last year. Wilson was relevant when he was playing. I mean, he, every running back Hastie, on that team last year was relevant. Yeah, Jermichael Hasty was relevant. And then, you know, moving Wayne Gallman looks like he's third on the depth chart right now. And they're still slotted. San Francisco is apparently looking at a running back in this draft. I know. I keep seeing so, all the uh, mock drafts, people posting the mock drafts, like PFF mock drafts. The one that gets me going the most is Justin Fields and Javante Williams going to San Francisco. There's no way they'd be able uh, to get both. Uh, that'd be so awesome. Because they're picking, a, what, 11? 11 or 12 in the second round? I can't imagine Javante Williams. Oh, he'll be he'll be there. Nah. Yeah, I don't think so. 
Dude, the people are thinking he's going to be the first running back off the board. Could be. I could see, honestly, I could see either all of the three running backs being first off. However, I will also go on record now, saying that would be awesome. Oh. <laughs> be incredible. That team would be incredible. Be incredible. And I might the, become uh, a 49ers fan. Last piece of news, draft related. Chiefs and Ravens made a trade. The uh, Kansas City in the deal, they got uh, offensive lineman Orlando Brown from Baltimore. The uh, 58th overall pick in the 2021 draft from the Ravens. It's a second round pick, a later second. Ravens, they got uh, a lot of draft picks. They got mm-hmm. the Chiefs first round, 31st overall pick this draft. The Chiefs third round pick in this draft. The Chiefs fourth round pick in this draft. And a future 2022 fifth round pick. What do the Chiefs need draft picks for anyway? Uh, I think I said this earlier in one of our episodes. But there's two teams in this draft that aren't necessarily needing to draft anybody. They're drafting kinda, depth. Yeah, it does kind of, because I was, like all the Kadarius Tony stuff, the Kansas City, I thought would have been fun. That's not happening anymore. Unless he makes it to the end of the second round. That's not. <laughs> so, but the Chiefs and, to me, Tampa are two teams that are just trapped drafting depth at this point. Uh, so, the Chiefs needed to update update upgrade their offensive line and that's literally all they've done i think they've brought in what three different offensive line guys now this offseason yeah they brought in up yeah yeah so and they got names on that offensive line yeah kyle long came out of retirement to come back now they got orlando brown did they get trent williams where did trent williams go yeah anyways they 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 still brought in uh they just brought in a bunch of freaking people and that's all based off of their Super Bowl loss. Hmm. Trent Williams, Trent Williams. Yeah, they got Eric Fisher up there. Eric Fisher's who I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, Tooney from the uh, yeah, Patriots, yep. They got Tooney? Mm-hmm. That's maybe who I was thinking of. Oh, well, Trent Williams. Nah. Wrong guy, but no worries. But Tooney. So, anyways, they still brought in so many offensive line pieces to solidify that because they don't want that crap happening again. Yeah, and that's good for them. But then at that point, what else do you need? Not much. <laughs> and apparently, they don't think they need anything this year because they got rid of. Well, yeah, um, they just got rid of it. Yeah, they didn't really get rid of anyone. So, yeah, they're good to go. Okay. All right. Now the moment that everybody's been waiting for. We get the fun conversation today. Rookie quarterbacks. Going to go over our top quarterbacks. You got a few in there that we also wanted to bring up. Just because we feel like their names should be relevant. You guys should know them. So, PFF ranks. Just jump in with number one. No surprise. He's been the number one pick since he uh, graduated high school. Believe it or not. Trevor Lawrence. He stinks. Yeah. First quarterback I've ever seen. I mean, there's not much we can really say. Trevor, you know, he didn't have an amazing year this past season. Let's just be honest. I mean, it's still very good. But it was, yeah. I mean, 24 and 5, that's not terrible. His completion percentage was up. Um, I mean, also, like, his whole offensive line was different this past year. Yeah. A lot of new guys on there. So, I mean, I think he did plenty good enough. So, like, because the nice thing is we've seen it. Three years in a row. Like, yeah. Yeah. At the same level. Yep. Well, I mean, look at his passer rating 111, 114, 114. 
So, I mean, I don't know how much more consistent. Is that good? Could. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> you know, like, he did have a couple bad games, but again, I think the thing that I love about Trevor, and again, we know that he's most likely, unless Jacksonville does something stupid, is going to go to Jacksonville. But he's got just some of the best timing yeah, and rhythm the, of all the quarterbacks. Yeah, the only quarterback that's going to be drafted this year or any quarterback name that the past three years was a top 10 PFF ranked quarterback each year. Yep. No one else can say that. Yep. And yeah, I mean, his timing, I mean, he's just, yeah, I mean, he's as pro ready as a college quarterback can really be Mm -hmm. in the game. He's just very good at going through his progressions. And one of the sneaky things I love, I don't know why I love it so much what he does, but I love his fake handoffs. He does such a good job. Yeah. His fake handoffs, like, him in the play action game is going to be dangerous. Yeah, he he does have a really good play some, action. Like, there's just some quarterbacks who are just super smooth with it, and he's one of those quarterbacks. My sneaky thing that I love that he does, and I hope he never changes it, is just the Goldilocks hair. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just I'd if he ever gets to, a I'd haircut, I love him to show up Thursday night, getting drafted up first overall, and, and he's he just bicked his head. Just I mean, bald that, as a cue ball. <laughs> that, I hope not. No, but it is really funny because uh, people have been talking. Did you see Gardner Minshew's haircut that he had? Well, he got like a mullet right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean it's Gardner. That makes but sense. people have been talking about I think like he him works and out in the jockstrap, so it makes sense. <laughs> Jeez, but they've been talking about these two in the same quarterback room. <laughs> yeah, just being weird. I just think it's really funny to kind of think about. But honestly, if we're gonna try and nitpick anything about Trevor. The only thing that he kind of has some issues with is he he forces some ugly throws and kind of can have an airmail tendency. But I like that though. I like quarterbacks I mean, that are willing to push the ball and force yeah. the issue. Yeah, and I mean let's let's be honest. He's had four interceptions, eight interceptions, and five interceptions. It's not like he's twenty four and twenty four. No. So obviously those forced passes weren't forced enough to where you know it's coming back the other way. So no. And the other con is. Like we'll get into another quarterback later. Is he plays for Clemson? So I mean, he's around incredible talent. Yeah, but that's the other nice thing is he's done it with a lot of different players on that offense. Yes, I, I agree. You know, and yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. So let's go ahead and move on to number two on the list, which kind of had to learn a little bit more about. I knew his son, but he wasn't kind of a top name coming into no, the season. No, if he didn't have the season he had this past year, he might not be getting like drafted. Where he, at least where he, he'll get drafted, but just not where he's at now. Uh, but that's Zach Wilson out of BYU. He had kind of you know like that Joe Burrow season where not not as far as the stats go, but just came out of nowhere. Yeah. and was elite. Yeah, you know, I he mean, is, he, yeah, he is he is very good. Um, playing at BYU though, his schedule last year was not great playing like a lot of scrub teams mm-hmm. he is a lot of fun to watch though and i do really hope whoever i guess the jets they draft zach wilson i hope whichever team drafts zach wilson drafts dax milton the wide receiver for byu their mm-hmm. connection was awesome to watch yeah yeah i mean when you look at zach wilson six three two ten, great size i mean 32 touchdowns at three interceptions he great can, ratio i mean most of the quarterbacks at the top of this list we're going to be talking about are mobile quarterbacks he's yeah. he's a mobile quarterback well and not only is he mobile but like dude he makes some he makes some sweet throws kind of reminds me a little bit of like 
Aaron Rodgers a tad, where the, like his off platform type throw. Yeah, he's he's just really good at it. Yeah, he's um, he thrives. What's like the word I'm looking for? Outside of like structure, like he is perfect outside. Yeah, like when like, things break down. Yeah, he is very good in that. And yeah. I will say one thing I really do like about him is he's got a very quick release and yeah. he lets it fly. Maybe maybe instead of Aaron Rodgers, maybe more like a Russell Wilson. Because Russell Wilson kind of thrives out of that pocket and when things break down too. But sometimes that also gets them in trouble, Yeah, as we saw this past season. Um, but, I mean, if you watched his pro day, dude, he had some sweet throws. But, again, pro days are pro days. You're supposed to be good. So outside of that, I don't really care. Um, some of the things that he definitely struggled with, you know, when you have good arm talent, you almost kind of trust your arm too much. And that's just, again, Russell Wilson being a prime example, yeah. it gets you into trouble. And so it yeah. just kind of worries me a little bit. He also holds on to the ball for a long time. Yeah. He's one of those quarterbacks who holds on to the ball for a long time. And um, that can lead to taking bad sacks or mm-hmm. it could lead to incredible plays. I'm willing to sacrifice every once in a while having a bad sack for those home run plays. Right, right. But that's the other thing. Like his... BYU, he watching him, he had so much time in the pocket well, last year. I was I actually mean, getting ready to bring that up. Some, Great point. So BYU's offensive line was yeah. just excellent. And again, BYU's I mean, their offense, different. What, their whole offense was good. Well, they're kind of almost on a different level this past yeah. year when you look at some of the competition. I mean, Boise State, what, Tulsa, um, not Tulsa, Zach, LA Tech. I can't even read it. It almost says University of, I don't know. Anyways, just. Half of these colleges, I don't even know who they are. <laughs> there we go. Central Florida. So, I mean, come on, man. You're not playing high-end talent here, but they have high-end talent on the team. Yep. But he's going to be fun to watch. He's looking slotted to the Jets. How do you feel about him going to the Jets, though? I, I like the next guy we're talking about more, but I don't think he's a bad quarterback at all. I think he has... Very good potential. I just don't think he's as safe as the other guy, and I think their upsides are more are similar. Mm-hmm. And who he is talking about is both of our number two on our list is Justin Fields. Justin Fields, I feel like, is just I don't know, getting kind of just slapped around for some unre from some unknown reason. Well, let's like so there have been one thing that's going around, which I yeah. don't think this is the call, like the reason why he's dropping in the draft but he there's um what's the word epilepsy oh yeah and um it runs in his family but he's never had any issues with it the other people in his family have had it have grown out of it and everything like that so mm-hmm. i think that's just a headline that was out there that i'm not i think it's just something that. trying to explain it yeah but um talk about the player he's the second best quarterback in this draft mm-hmm. he's incredible he has incredible upside in the NFL. His arm talent is incredible. Like, I I, I really don't understand people who like Zach Wilson over Justin Fields as a prospect. I definitely understand it a lot more than Mac Jones or Trey Lance. I think those two are completely not in his league at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest. He's definitely put out put out some bad tape this year. Um, he really has. His Northwestern game wasn't the greatest. His Indiana game was not good. He was good. able, I mean, they did, I don't think they won the Northwestern game, but the second half of that Northwestern game, he got back into it. And that's another reason why I like Justin Fields, because he had some of those games last year where he started off bad, but by the end of the game, he was able to get back in form. Well, and what people might 
you know, unless you actually watch the game, like the full game, you might not actually have saw it, but first drive of the game, he actually scored a touchdown, but it was taken back by a holding call. He ran it in. So that's still another touchdown that was taken away. That's the other point in Justin Fields' favor. Best dual threat quarterback in this draft. I yeah, don't want to no hear one. about Trey Lance. Yep. I don't want to hear about anyone else. He is the best dual threat quarterback in this draft. He's 6'3", 228. And he, he can truck people. He's got the speed. He's got the vision of an incredible runner. And that's why, like, last week we were talking about, like, if he goes to San Francisco at three, I I, I would take him over Trevor Lawrence yep. in a dynasty rookie draft. It's fine with me. And just, yeah, that's the other thing, because like, people compare him to, like, Cam Newton and stuff like that. I don't really like that. I like more of a Deshaun Watson with him because he yeah. is an incredible thrower. Yeah. He's by far a passer it's, before a runner, and he is a, like he's a much better passer than Cam Newton ever was yep. at this age of him. And yeah, I don't, I like the Deshaun Watson cop a lot for him. Yeah. Because he also is a player like Zach Wilson can hold onto the ball for a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the big knocks that they keep coming out with for, for Justin is his processing speed. Let's be honest. Yeah, it might be a little bit slower, but I feel like what that's something college that college quarterback fix. doesn't have those problems. Well, some of them don't. Like first Trevor, or second. I don't think okay. Trevor does. Well, yeah, Trevor doesn't. Trevor really doesn't. Every other quarterback on this list you could bring those concerns up with. Slight, but yeah. But again, either way, I still think that's a very easy fix that can just come with, with film time and good coaching. I think he, if you look at his tape, guys, like, He's very, very good. He has had and, some of the highest highs of anyone in this. And practice. honestly, I will say this, and I don't think you'll disagree with me, but I feel like of every quarterback we're going to talk about today, he's the toughest. Oh, yeah. Because people keep knocking the fact that he's not a tough quarterback. Dude, he broke ribs in a game and played through it and then played the next week. Yeah. Okay. Do not knock this guy. another game where he had a hand brace on the whole game because he hurt his hand on it play. And he's playing. Yeah. He's playing through this stuff. So to me, do not knock this guy for for his wanting to fight through pain. Almost kind of like Matthew Stafford does. You know, like he's going to fight because he wants to play, play and he's going to be on the field. Technically a Georgia quarterback too. So yeah, there you go. Never really played at Georgia, but he was there. Should have played. Yeah. Probably I, had a, a the, national that's title That's actually a two. very interesting point though to get to bring up. I am curious to know why he was not able to start over Jake Fromm. I don't know if it had anything to do with something, but Jake Fromm was like a fifth round draft pick. I think it's one of those things where like you don't want to upset the locker room or the coach. We committed right. to I this just, guy. I'm curious. Like, That's all I want to know. Because I, looking back with hindsight's twenty twenty, there's no one in Georgia's not like kicking themselves now. Like we should have started Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah. Well, because even when he was taking snaps for Georgia, he was by far the better quarterback. So something else had to have been going on. But I just can't understand. I mean, Jake Fromm's not even going to be playing anymore. So no, I'm surprised he's actually still in the league after what happened last year. I don't know. I don't even know if he is though, because didn't he might not be? Yeah, yeah, because Buffalo I think is getting rid of him because they just brought in Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, anyways, Trey Lance number two. If you know he gets put in the right situation, he's going to be he's going to be excellent. Justin Fields. What did I just say? Zach Wells. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Ah, oh, crap. Justin Fields is who I was talking about. Trey Lance is who we're going to next. He's part of the problem. I am part of the problem. <laughs> so Trey Lance. Trey Lance is who we're getting ready to talk about out of North Dakota State. You know, it's... Um, I don't, he's hard, I, man. I don't... I'm not... I, I would not be drafting him top five in the NFL. 
maybe back in like first. I see him much closer to Mac Jones than I do Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, or Trevor Lawrence. I really don't get it. So I know you don't, and you'll get over it. But the thing for me is he's 6'4", 226. Smaller than, than Justin Fields. He's got an inch of height on him, but Justin Fields got him in weight. I also think Justin Fields is the better runner. I don't really care about weight, though. I'm just saying, like, I would take it's the, only a couple pounds, too, person. man. He's two pounds Okay, heavier. but that's what everyone's comparing him to. He's got, like, Trey Lance is like the Cam Newton, just trucks people in the running game. Justin Fields does that. <laughs> Actually, I love the comp. We'll get to the comp here in a second, but it's a fun comp. No, let's comp just say it. Now, Taysom, oh, Taysom Hill, Hill with, with a legit, legit talent, <laughs> which legit. I don't even know about that. Like, it's, yeah, he's got a big arm. He can throw the ball really far. Dude, I think he's got a, a lot of people arm. are comparing him to Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen was a better passer coming into the NFL than Trey Lance is. I mean... And then the other big concern. He played at North Dakota State. Right. I mean, it's there like were the Alabama multiple games the I watched conference. last year where the opponent didn't score a point. Yeah. And then in these games, like, yeah, he is a very good rusher. I would... Would you consider him a rush first kind of a quarterback or a pass first? So I will say that... I think he does want to be a pass-first quarterback. But when things aren't going well, then he goes to this running game and just tries to take over the game with his feet. And then he becomes a very run-first I mean, guy. a lot of games last year, he was around 200 yards a game, and that's about it. He'd have some big plays from his receivers, but, I mean, the talent on his team was just much better than mm-hmm. guys at Missouri State, Northern Iowa University, and Southern Illinois. Like, this right. guy is like... You right. can tell the competition difference. Well, I think even in his one game he was able to play this year, which, by the way, he did not look good in. Let's just be honest. He was 50% completion, 15 for 30, which is terrible. He had 149 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. That interception was really gross. But he also ran for like 100 and something yards, too, and doesn't even have it on here for some reason. But to me... You watch a lot of games, and that's how it is. He's, yeah. Well, he, he just—he doesn't ever look comfortable behind center. He's always never—he never really looks like he gets set and everything. And it's his eyes will be downfield, but it looks like he's about to just take off and run. Like mm-hmm. he, I, I don't know. I don't. He can make a couple good throws every once in a while, but I just, I know I'd I, be willing to pass on him. I, really I will say, in the right situation, and give a year or two, he could be something special, but. You know, it's to me, it reminds me about the talk. I mean, I think Trey Lance is a better prospect than this, but it kind of reminds me of the talk of Jordan Love last year. That's fair. That's actually interesting to think about. And I mean, statistically, you look over the past few years, first round quarterbacks that were taken in the NFL draft. We're lucky if we get two good ones. That's a, that's a good year. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to think like the last year where we had three first round quarterbacks that succeeded. And if you count Baker as succeeding, it'd be that year with him, Josh Allen, and Lamar. I mean, Every I other year at best, that, we yeah. got like two. Yeah. So I, he's the guy I'd be willing to completely pass on. Sounds good to me, man. Do you have anything else about him? Because I, I feel like I'm really bashing him. Yeah, you are. I'll just be the uh, the savior a little bit for this poor guy since you just crushed his dreams. Sorry, but I will say that he's very good with the ball. Twenty-eight and zero in his in twenty nineteen is pretty impressive. Not throwing a t- uh, an interception, but again, you know he his team's elite. 
and bad competition. I st- the only thing I would like to say is if he would have done this at a bigger school, I think it would be a completely different conversation. But do you think he could have done this at a division like an Ohio State? I don't know, man. Yeah, we'll never know. I mean, it's it's so hard. We'll find out when he gets in the NFL because if he if he does this in the NFL, then yeah, he could have. <laughs> but you know, we'll just have to kind of wait and see. But I think it has to be the right situation. And he's he's the only one, in my opinion, out of the, out of these main top five guys that keep getting brought up week to week that can't start week one. Oh yeah, no, no he's no, the no, only no. one. No, no, you no. can even argue that Mac Jones could start. Yeah, but Trey Lance will not. I would rather start Mac Jones week one than Trey Lance. So also keep that in mind as we jump into. Well, okay, so a lot of people are saying like Trey Lance has the highest upside of any quarterback in this draft. I, I think don't it's think just that's his physical true tools at though. all. But I mean. It's just yeah. his physical tools. Tell I mean, me one thing he can do that Justin Fields can't do as a passer or a rusher. Yeah, no, I, I completely get it. I, I 100% get it. We'll get I, to another guy later who we're, we'll just bring all this back up. but mm-hmm. So we can move on from Trey Lance. All right, so now let's go ahead and jump into Mac Jones. So PFF has a grade on him where he's going to be either a late to first round pick to early second round draft pick. And now all of a sudden he is looking at being third overall. Mac Jones did. He was like the number one quarterback this season. He had a grade of 95.8, which is excellent. I'm not taking 41 touchdowns and four interceptions. I'm not taking anything away. He had Uh, 141 passing receiver had over half. Yeah. So (laughs) the thing that, the thing that I'm going to knock about, Mac Jones and it's something that's kind of to me very easy to knock about a lot of Alabama quarterbacks including Tua who hasn't really after year one not been overly impressive to say the least which sucks because I'm a Tua fan I didn't know that yeah hence the jersey behind me but they just have so much talent Alabama is the best yeah yeah when you think of Alabama there's on the offensive side of the ball, they put out good running backs. They put out excellent elite wide receivers. They put out some of the best offensive line guys in the NFL. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, as a quarterback... I mean, it was the best offense in college football last year. That's where I want to go, you know? So, yeah. It's just hard for me to know. Did he have some really good throws? Yes, he did. Was he throwing to guys that were wide open? Devonta Smith was wide freaking by, open a lot. By far. He had more yards after the catch for his receivers than any other quarterback by a lot. Mm-hmm. His receivers were making the plays for him and boosting his yarded stats. Yeah, I mean, think about Jalen Waddle had an amazing season. Devontae Smith had an amazing, amazing season. Not to mention, I always forget his first name, but Mechie. Yeah, I the like other, him, yeah. Another wide receiver that we'll talk about next year had a very good season. Najee Harris, one of the top running backs in the league, had a great season. The only thing you can argue is, did they have a tight end? Probably not. I don't know who their tight end was. But still, if it probably had a good one, he probably also had a good season. So, because that's just what Alabama is. They have good players. I think he was just a product of a really good situation. Yeah. I don't know. What's his upside? Like, what's his like peak potential in to, the NFL? To me, and what's funny is I, I look at his NFL comp that PFF has for him, which uh, is yeah, Derek like Carr. It. But to me, you know, especially if he's going to San Francisco. Derek Carr, like, 
was kind of like has a, like at least early in his career had a little gunslinger in him. Like throw, he would be chucking the ball down to Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. Michael Crabtree, letting them make contested catches and stuff. I don't know if Mac Jones is. No, I mean he was considered the most accurate quarterback within ten yards. So I don't know. He can chuck the ball downfield, but I don't know if that's his strong suit. So, but but to me, if he's going to San Francisco, just for instance, if this is what San Francisco does. His upside is Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah. Like he's the exact same person. The only thing you're going to draft him for is hopefully he can stay healthier than Jimmy G. That's it. Like, I don't think like he's not all of a sudden going to be a Deshaun Watson. You know, he's not going to be all of a sudden a Patrick Mahomes. He's probably the least mobile quarterback in this draft. Class. Can he move? Yes, but he's not, he's not a mobile quarterback compared to the rest of these guys. Nowhere near it. Like, I mean, name the last pocket passer that came out of the NFL and is doing great in the NFL. So you can kind of make a slight argument. If you're saying Baker. That's I'm not, not going to say Baker. You can make a slight argument with Jared Goff. Because Jared Goff is not, he is not a run first guy. No. He never takes off. He's a pocket passer. But I mean, if that's like you're saying like your potential. Like but your that's, that's your peak though to me. Is I, I, I don't want the Rams taking him at one. Right, like, right. You know, he's just, I just, uh, it just bugs me because they're, they're not real. They're not a thing anymore. Everyone's going mobile. So they always say that he's in the film room. Yes. That's a Tom Brady, you know, TB 12 mentality. Good for you. I, I'm not saying he can't be a Tom Brady, but I mean, the (laughs) the likelihood of it happening is extremely slim. (laughs) But, you know, I, I think he'll be fine in the NFL. I just don't think he's going to take – I don't think he's going to be an elite quarterback. Agreed. I just – I don't see how it can benefit. That's all. Just with his traits. That's it. Yep. Yeah, let's move on because he's just boring. He really is boring. So um, <laughs> we'll skip this guy, but just, like, keep him in note. He's kind of – he's fun to watch. He mm-hmm. moved the Florida offense last year, but uh, Kyle Trask, we're not going to talk about him, but he is interesting. He's going to be drafted decently high in the NFL, and he's got some potential to him. Yeah. So let's get into the guy that Jay, Caleb is in love with. Like this, Nick. <laughs> well, first this off. This is his number two guy behind Trevor Lawrence, and that's only because Trevor Lawrence has really long golden locks. First off, that is not accurate. I like Justin Fields. Justin Fields is definitely my number two. Because I've liked him since I watched him in high school, going through the Elite 11. Justin Fields is, who, by the way, also beat Trevor Lawrence in the Elite 11, just in case you guys are curious about it. He did outperform him. But that's neither here nor there. Past that, this guy's sneaky. All right? Davis Mills. So Davis Mills, I don't know why, man, but I do. I I like him a lot. I'm not the biggest fan. So I know you're not a big fan of Davis Mills. Davis Mills, I think, is going to be somebody that's going to make when uh, he's going to make a team very happy. The reason that he has not been that productive, in my opinion, is because of injuries. He's been hurt a lot. I will give, I will he's say played that thirteen games the past two years. Yes, he's been hurt a lot. Well, one of those is COVID because they only played five games. in yeah. his, in his div, or in his conference, I mean, but that's still not a ton of snaps we've seen this guy. True, that is fair. It's just when I watch him throw. All right. He just, he looks like he's got NFL caliber arm strength. He looks like he can just get the ball downfield and he can snap it. And it's just, it's there. 
Okay, he does have some really good wide receivers, in my opinion, at Stanford. Um, I that like have the running back watching the tape. Fair. <laughs> okay. Well, that's <laughs> not what we're talking about right now. But um, but anyways, he knows who he wants to throw to. I don't see a lot of hesitation. I feel like he can scan that field very see, quickly. That's the one thing. Like PFF, like that's one other thing. Quick decision making and stuff. But when I was watching these games, like there are times like when he's staring at his receiver. And he's got to wait that extra second just to make sure like he's not it's either he's not trusting his receivers enough or he's not trusting his arm enough at times. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I don't really see that. You guys tell us. Go watch some tape on Davis Mills. Um, I, I feel like he's been really decisive. He also throws a really nice, pretty spiral. Like I know that I kind of feel like that's something that gets missed sometimes. But like, you know, when a, just a quarterback throws a really nice ball. Are we going back to like? Holt McCoy and stuff like that. Like no, one of the main but, reasons I got him drafted. Yeah, who he, was the other guy who was just like famous for his spirals? Like that was like the only thing he was like good at. I don't know. Figure it out and get back to us. But yeah, you're right. Colt McCoy was one of those guys. <laughs> um, but anyways, you know he's not going to be super mobile. He did have a, a knee injury, no, so and his off not a mobile guy. His off platform type stuff is not the most incredible. But in my opinion. In my opinion, if I'm going to take a shot on a pocket quarterback this year, it's Davis Mills. Over Mac Jones. Yep. Not with you. That's fine. Where would you like Davis Mills to go? Because I feel like we have a somewhat idea. Okay. I don't hate that. I kind of like Kyle Trask there a little bit better. I think he fits the Big Ben mold a little bit better. But um... I mean... This dude's six four, two twenty five. I mean, he's he's pretty big dude. And the other thing that, and and please understand, don't count this out. But he went to Stanford. And in my opinion, though, I don't like using this. I don't care. I know you don't, There's but I'm going of stupid to stupid people on Stanford's football team. I bet. <laughs> I just I disagree. <laughs> to get to, to get into Stanford, you have to have a. Well, I mean, very... that, I mean, intellect. Like, it doesn't always transfer that way. No, but it does play into it. No. Because he'll be able to read a playbook and get through it. That's all I'm saying. He's not going to have any issues reading defenses at the NFL level. I feel like it, it, even if you know where your players are going to be and who to throw it to, you still got to execute. You still have to throw the ball on time. That's fair. All I'm saying, just watch out for Davis Mills. Someone's the honeymoon. That's probably not going to happen. Did he say no? Yeah. He moved on. It's okay. Just have to find somebody else. Okay. The the next guy we're going to talk about, I'm going to have a lot of fun with. Yes. Well, real quick, before we jump down, the number eight guy on this list, we're not really going to spend a lot of time on. (laughs) James and I actually don't really like him. Go check out his tape. We're not huge fans, but PFF has him ranked at eight, which is Kellen Mond from Texas Texas A&M. You had one word to, like, Give like a one word analysis of Kalamon. What would yours be? Boring. That would be stiff. That so, works. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to yep. a fun guy. Which, first off, before you even get into this, because I know you like this guy a lot. I, I'm okay. It's not that I like him a lot. It's that I don't. Uh, just how about you go? Yeah. So you didn't really know who this guy was for until recently. Well, I, I mean, I went through like how we're doing the show. Like, I yeah. went through no, all my fine. running backs first. But do you remember receivers. like. A month ago, I'm like, hey, have you watched tape on this guy yet? And you said no. And I'm like, I keep, let me know when you do. Because he is fun. So I'm not knocking what you're about to say on this guy. I, I agree with well, most Well, it's of not it. like I'm going to be like putting this guy on a pedestal. 
thing. I just have some things to point out. But his yep. name is uh, Jamie Mo- Newman. You'll see him as a Georgia Bulldog. Not really a Georgia Bulldog. Yeah, he didn't actually get to play there because he opted out of the 2020 season. But uh, go ahead. 6'4", 230, big guy, good runner. Um, The dude has just one of those, like, mixtures of a couple players that I love for different reasons. This dude is Cam Newton and Jameis Winston in the same body. Like, he really, (laughs) really is. He's got the physical running style of Cam Newton. He even looks like Cam Newton sitting back there in the pocket. Mm -hmm. Same throwing motion. But the way he's like Jameis is this dude just chucks the ball. (laughs) He just chucks the ball. I mean, he could go back-to-back-to-back interceptions. He's he's not changing how he plays the game, which I I do like. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there is a ceiling to that. I think Jameis Winston is that ceiling. But I like Jameis Winston for what Jameis Winston is. He's fun. He's a lot better than other quarterbacks I would rather have. But... Okay, I think we're done talking about Jameis Winston. Yeah, let's get out of that. Jamie Newman, he's got talent, man. He does. He can. There are times where he is very good throwing the ball. There are times where he yes. makes bad mistakes, like Jameis Winston, yes. and stuff like that. But he's got decent pocket awareness. He looks comfortable back there. What are your thoughts on Jamie Newman? So here's my thing with Jamie Newman is, you know, he opted out this year, so a lot rided on him playing at the Senior Bowl, which I'm not going to say he had a great Senior Bowl, but it wasn't terrible. The other um, thing, Wake Forest, this dude did not have any time in. That was a right. garbage O-line. They had some yeah. decent receivers, but his top receiver went down at times, and his play did suffer then. But, yeah, he was yeah. he's accustomed to defenders yes. in his face. Which reminds me, I think Sage Sherratt's coming out this year too, which oh, is really? interesting, yeah, because he was, he was his number one. Yeah. But anyways. Big body guy. Another big body guy. But, I mean, again, he does have the ideal build for a quarterback. I mean, 6'4", 230 I mean, his, the cop, they go to Cam Newton. He's still like 30 pounds lighter than Cam Newton and probably not as fast as Cam Newton was. Yeah. The one thing that I do really like about Jamie Newman, though, is the fact that you said he likes to chuck the ball, but his downfield accuracy actually is very good. Yeah, it can be incredible at times. Yeah. I mean, it it's it's he can put it in a really, really nice spot, easy spot for his wide receivers to go get. The one downfall that I don't like is he played at Wake Forest. I really wish he would have played at Georgia there was this year. One, yeah, there was one game in 2019 where he played Clemson. And he got rocked in that game. He though. got beat up in that game. I mean, they he really couldn't do much. At the end, he was able to come, like, save, like, he was able to work through it a little bit. I mean, there was no chance they were ever winning that game. But, right. I mean, that was the difference. He was playing Clemson, national title competing team against Wake Forest. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, Wake Forest is a lot of, you know, what we call go go balls, which is just throw it downfield and then RPOs. Yeah, he is unproven in a lot of areas. But now let's come to the part that I really want to talk about. What is the real difference between Jamie Newman and Trey Lance? <laughs> I figured that was where you're gonna go. So honestly, in my opinion, this is guys, this is strictly my opinion, okay? I don't see a lot of differences. Same. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really same. don't like I'm watching this guy, I'm like, wow. Like, these guys are very similar. One of them's projected to go, like, back third, early fourth. Yep. The other one's supposed to be top five NFL draft pick. Yep. How does that make—at least Jamie Newman played in the ACC for two years. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't—I'll I, admit, I think Trey Lance has, is a little bit better of a runner. He's got a bigger arm. 
accuracy yeah. and stuff like that, though, I think I'd give it to Jamie Newman. Yep, I actually would definitely give it to Jamie Newman on the accuracy side of things. But again, that it's just it's 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 just very difficult because when you watch Jamie Newman play, he does a lot of things really well. But I th- again, I just keep coming back to if he could have played this season in Georgia, we really could have seen what he could have done in th- in that conference. Which yeah. w- Georgia's in the. I mean. It would. I mean, honestly, I would have rather just have seen him on a better team because the comp. I mean, in the ACC, he was still playing teams like Clemson and everything like that. I mean, he the schedules a lot. I mean, you can't compare the schedules between Jamie Newman at Wake Forest and Trey Lance in North Dakota State. I mean, one of them, yeah, like we said, was playing Clemson. The other one's playing Missouri State. And as a person from Missouri, Missouri State football, we don't even really pay attention to it. Exactly. No. But I mean, going and playing in Georgia, you know, in the SEC, we could have seen what he could have done. Yeah. And I mean, he would have easily have been the starter on that team. Yeah. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have transferred there if you wasn't starter. Well, you you still might just for competition reasons. But still, to me, that would have worked out really well for him. I wish he would have gone through with it, and not opted out. But it was his decision to opt out, and I mean, now you we kind of have to guess. Say the same thing for Trey Lance too. Like he opted out too. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't. They just didn't play. Well, okay. I mean, he doesn't have that extra year of tape on him. Right. But he could have transferred to go somewhere else and play, though, is what you're saying, right? That's fair. But Jamie Newman, again, I think is another one of these late quarterbacks that could kind of sneak up, man, and make a team very happy with the ability that he has. I mean, basically on here, you know, and I don't know if I agree with it wholeheartedly other than just the Trey Lance thing. But I feel like he can be just as talented as any of these guys going in that top, like Mac Jones, Trey Lance. I don't think he's better yeah. than Justin oh, Fields sure. by any no, means. No, yeah, no, yeah. Zach okay. Wilson or yeah, Lawrence. That's what I thought you were trying to say. But like you know, you look at Kyle Trask. You look at Davis Mills. Oh yeah, all the yeah. Mac Jones, Trey Lance, dude. He has just as much talent. He just needs refinement. But yeah, for sure. Give him a for year sure. or two. Like again, if if he can go somewhere where there's a stable quarterback, like Atlanta. Let him go to the Patriots if I can for a year. Like, the Patriots would be fine, but I think the Patriots are targeting some someone else. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we have a, a little list here we put together of uh, some quarterback needy teams. Try and fill these. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I mean, some of these are going to be very simple. Yeah, I mean, I put the Jags and Jets on here. We know. Trevor, Zach, move on. Yeah. But yeah, with the <laughs> Patriots, yeah, like I like um, Jamie Newman there. I guess Mac Jones, if somehow he gets down there or they trade up, I still wouldn't be super excited about Mac Jones. No, I actually like Justin Fields to the Patriots, man. Well, yeah, I like Justin Fields on any team. I think San Francisco is the best landing spot, but. Yeah. Uh, Trey Lance. He's a Denver Bronco quarterback if I've ever seen him. <laughs> He's, if he goes to Denver, I'm going to die. <laughs> Um, I think, you know, for me, I, I don't mind San Francisco. The reason is, is he does need to sit for a year. They're going to keep Jimmy G. It makes sense, but he has to go somewhere where there's already a quarterback. So Washington would make sense. You know, uh, the Broncos don't, you need them to start. The Texans don't, you need them to start. I mean, you just the Steelers could work, but I can't see the Steelers jumping that high to get them. I don't think the Steelers want to play the developmental quarterback game anymore. Well, I mean, they have Big Ben for this year, so. Yeah, but, I mean, their last handful of draft quarterback draft picks. <laughs> Mason, remotely, Mason Rudolph. 
Yeah, Joshua Dobbs, Devin Hodges. Now, Joshua Dobbs wasn't drafted by them. He went to Cleveland. I'm pretty sure he was drafted by the Steelers. Oh, let's find out. Joshua Dobbs. Are you? Pretty sure. Um, ah, crap, you're right. Fourth round. Didn't he go to the Steelers, though? Or to the... Didn't he go I to... I don't know. He's probably not on the Steelers anymore. I thought he went to Cleveland at one point. I did not think I'd be talking about that today. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, other no, quarterbacks. he never played on Cleveland. Who am I thinking of? I'll find out, and I'll get right back to you. Keep going. I could care less. Stop wasting time. <laughs> um, but, yeah, let's go back down the list of PFF quarterbacks, because you got me off track. So we got, yeah, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. Zach Wilson, we've got them taken care of. Mac Jones, Kyle Trask. Where do you think Kyle Trask could be a good fit at? Because again, I like the Steelers. I also like Washington. I think let him sit behind Fitzpatrick for a year or something like that. Because Kyle Trask also has one of those guys who just chucks the ball and he's not scared of throwing interceptions. Kyle Trask to me, he he's another guy that needs to go and sit somewhere for a little bit. He needs to. He definitely needs to. Do some improving. So he needs to go to me somewhere where they've already got someone established. Washington could make sense. I don't think he's going to go first round. He's definitely going to have to go in yeah, the second. Yeah, I don't see him going first. So, I mean, the Bears could look at taking him. Um, okay, so another question I want to bring up. Do you think the Giants are looking at a quarterback in this draft? I don't think so, no. Do you think? that? I mean, I think they should be. That's fine. I mean, you're allowed to your I, opinion. I, I agree I just with don't. you. I don't think they're going to be drafting one, but... um. I think they should be. I don't think Daniel Jones is good. Yeah, I, I mean, he's definitely not. I, th- I think they're giving him one last year. If J- if Daniel Jones doesn't do anything, they got Kenny G. They got Saquon back. I think they're going to spend a lot of draft capital this year if, uh, getting that offensive line better and maybe getting a couple other weapons and basically saying, look, Daniel, if you can't make it happen this year, next year you're out. Because I think he still has one more year on his contract anyway, and then he can do the fifth-year option, right? Yeah, he was a first-round draft pick. So, if he plays well, they'll keep him around for the following year, then resign if they want. But I, I think they have time, and I don't think the rest of their team is ready to win now, anyway. So, yeah. so your boy Davis Mills, where do you want to see him? Oh, Steelers for sure. Yeah. See, I like I'd, him. I prefer Trask in Pittsburgh, but I like him. I like him in the Steelers. I like him at Washington. Um. That's that's really kind of about it, though. The, I mean, the Patriots could make some sense, but I think they're looking more mobile this year or this go around. I don't like the Bears. I think again, I think he has to go somewhere. You know what would be interesting is Seattle. I have heard about them. Yeah, so I wouldn't, but uh, I wouldn't either. But just I also wouldn't just throwing out some good a top five quarterback in the NFL. But they got to do what they got to do. I guess the um so the Bears. I think my favorite landing spot, if the Bears are drafting quarterback this year, if they're taking one late, it's Jamie Newman. I think they have the infrastructure around there. You have some weapons. I think that would be a good landing spot for them. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. I think that would be a really good fit, too, because they can fit in that locker room, too. He's got kind of the attitude that the Bears have right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually really like that. I never actually thought about it, him going there, though. But that could work out really well. And I think it's kind of um, a complete difference 
Here's also why I like that is because I also don't think that the coaching in front office is going to be their past this season because of the Andy Dalton mishap. Um, and I think this is, is by far a complete game shift from a Mitchell Trubisky and Andy Dalton, you know, to bring in someone like Jamie Newman who can actually run and move and kind of get around the pocket a little bit more. I like yeah. that. That's a well, good. I, th- I mean, I, I don't think like the attributes of the quarterbacks are that different between him and Mitch when Mitch was coming in. But what I like is Jamie Newman has the mentality that Mitch didn't have. Mitch got scared all the time back behind the pocket. Jamie mm-hmm. Newman does not get scared. Ah, found him. Deshaun Kaiser, who is who oh, I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> he played for the Packers. Drafted by the Packers. No, he's drafted, oh, no, yeah, by, drafted Cleveland. by Yeah, and then he went to the Packers. But for yeah. some reason, I thought Deshaun Kaiser played at Pittsburgh too, but he never did. I don't know why I was thinking that. He's actually in Tennessee right now. Really? Yeah, but that's who I was thinking of. What maze Deshaun Kaiser still? Actually, I didn't even re- yeah, I didn't realize that. It's really funny. Oh, uh, the Browns backdrafts. <laughs> oh yeah, that <laughs> was a uh, fun stat that you brought up. Or JT sent it to us. Yeah, the um, Baker's first Browns quarterback <laughs> to start Week One three consecutive years. <laughs> how how sad since they came back to the NFL. I mean, seriously, how sad though? I'm kind of sad that these kind of stats might be ending. <laughs> it was just like one of those things like Patriot stats like oh they played in this many playoff games and won this many games the Browns have started this many quarterbacks those are yeah. like the two constants see Baker you're screwing all of it up man yeah. like you guys are just you're starting to get good you're screwing up all of our fun statistics I don't know how like ever like last year watching the Browns like they have a good record but I don't not trust that team at all like, yeah. that would <laughs> If you're a Browns fan watching those games. That's I don't know, man. Their defense looks all right. Yeah, but that off. Nick Chubb looks great. Um, yeah. I just remember that reminds me of the statistic about that Baker did earlier last season too, where he came became like the first or the quarterback to have like the most wins at their stadium or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like him or Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> and it was Ben Roethlisberger was the one that actually held their record. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, how sad is this? And now all of these things are ending. I don't like it. It's very, very disappointing. But, James, if they wanted to comment, let us know what they feel about some of these quarterbacks or any, you know, anybody else have questions, whatever they would like to do, where could they find us at on our social uh, pages? Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, at the TFL Monsters, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Snaker, the Fantasy Monsters, or the Fantasy Monsters Podcast. Perfect. Yeah, guys, come check it out. Again, uh, keep in the loop. We're going to be live for the NFL draft um, later tonight. Yeah, later tonight, and uh, it's going to be a ton of fun, so swing on by, watch us. We'll be doing some commentation um, and definitely talk about some fantasy relevance to a lot of these players that we're hoping they're going pretty early, and we'll go from there. But we do appreciate you guys listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James, and we'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Forgotten, creeping in the dark, waiting for you.